painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking, KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Winona has a pretty great art scene for a city its size. And today on Artbeat, we take you back to the Winona Art Walk 2023 for something of a tour. You see, back in November, several local studios opened their doors to the public so that we could all share in some local hometown art. There was so much art to see on the 2023 Art Walk that we decided to break it down into several episodes here on Artbeat. On today's episode, KQAL's Giovanni Bermudez takes us to the Handmade Neighborhood at the Winona County History Center to visit with several different artists. That's the Winona Art Walk 2023, today on Artbeat. Hey, I'm Giovanni Bermudez, and on this section of the Art Walk, we take you to Handmade Winona. Run outside the Winona Historical Society, several local artists and artisans came by to share what they had to offer. From sculptures to paintings to photography and even soaps and essential oils, we had a variety of different things to expect here at the Art Walk. First up on our trip down Handmade Winona, we have Linda Carlson and her stained glass masterpieces. My name is Linda Carlson, and I am a stained glass artist. So that's what I have a lot of pieces here to to sell to the community. Uh, What do you usually focus on with your art? Well, I I like to do a lot of my own designs, and but I also have patterns from other people's. Uh, You know, colors. It's just I want things to be vibrant, and I try to be very unique in what I'm doing. So I add a lot of different things, whether it's agates or nuggets or you know um, different kinds of things like that, wires, and to make them their own. So why do you choose stained glass to do this? Why not, say, pottery or other glasswork? I was interested in stained glass forever, and I had bought a piece 40 years ago, probably. And after a while, I thought, well, why don't I just try making it instead of buying other people's? So I took one community ed class and started working on it. But then with career and raising kids and stuff, you know, there was a long break. But now I'm retired, and I go into my stained glass studio, which is one of the rooms downstairs, and I can be lost in there for hours. So, What's the process in making these pieces of art? I do the copper foil method, so that means that you are designing your pattern, you're cutting out the glass, you're grinding the edges, you're foiling every piece, and then you solder all the pieces together and then put a finishing cleaning on it. And So that's my style. How long approximately does it take to make one piece of art that way? Well, smaller pieces, what I usually do is make several at a time, so it's kind of hard, but I can have small pieces done within a couple days if it's a special order or something, so, yeah. Well, i got to say, you have some beautiful pieces here. Where, where can people see most of your work? Do you have it in, like, certain places or certain... Art festivals, you start, I start doing them in, in June, and I go through. I've got one more, um, Cochrane Fountain City, on the 2nd of December. So that's the last one to go out. But I also have a Facebook page, so people can go on Facebook and see things that I've done, and if they have interest in anything, do it that way. Oh, can you mention your Facebook page for us? It's called Glassworks, capital G-L-A-S-V-E-R-K-S, by Linda. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say to our audience before I end this interview? I just really enjoy it. Um, our art, we have this every year, and we have a lot of excellent artists here. So come to the History Center if you get a chance. All right, thank you so much for doing this with us. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up next on Handmade Winona, we have Heather Buck and her collection of artworks depicting the mandala. 
My name is Heather Bach. Uh, my company is Luna Mata. I have uh, hand-drawn mandalas and jewelry featuring uh, prints of my artwork as well as uh, copper jewelry that is hand-drawn with mandalas and other designs on them. So uh, can you tell our audience what a mandala is? Sure. Mandala comes from Sanskrit and it um, refers to the universe or a sacred circle, um, but you find mandala-like shapes across lots of spiritual traditions. So in Christian churches, there's the rose windows. Um, in Navajo traditions, there's uh, the sand paintings are following that same sacred circle form. Um, so it really speaks to people across different cultures and religions. So is that what made you choose the mandala as a symbol, the fact that it exists so, in so many spiritual practices? or? In, in a way, yes. I started drawing mandalas as a uh, meditation and mindfulness practice. And I didn't even show what I was drawing to anybody. It didn't occur to me until someone saw my notebook by accident. And their reaction kind of got my attention. And I started showing my mandalas to people. And um, out of the suggestions and, and reactions I got to people seeing what I was drawing, uh, my little art business was born. And what... What is the process to make these respective pendants? And I mean, I see you have artwork here. You have pendants here that have the mandalas on them. You have bookmarks. You have are those are those just small paintings? Oh, they're magnets. Wow. Sure. I have copper pendants where I've drawn the design by hand onto the copper and then etched the design into the copper. I add a patina. I sand and polish it to bring out the design, and then I seal it with a museum-grade sealing wax. And then I have these other pendants that I use prints of my artwork to make the pendants. Uh, so they are taken straight from the prints. They have lots of different colors and um, different sizes and shapes. What is it about the art walk that really makes you think, yeah, I'd love to be part of it? It's a great event. Um, I'm at Handmade Neighborhood, which is part of the part of the weekend. We're just a one-day event, but um, I feel like this weekend in general really kicks off the holiday shopping season for people in Winona. People come out really excited to find things for themselves, but also for people on their holiday shopping list. Um, and so it's a very great event for uh, those of us who are vending, and it's really fun to see people from the community come out in such numbers. All right, I guess that'll be all for this. Before I end the interview, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience? Oh, I guess I'd just like to thank people for supporting local small businesses. That's really important to us, and, and you really do make our day when you choose to shop small and local. So thank you. All right, thank you for doing this interview with us. I appreciate it. Thank you. Coming up next on Handmade Winona, we have Aaron Gasicki and his woodworks. Uh, my name is Aaron Gasicki, and these are uh, this is a collection of wood-turned objects, or turned wood objects. And what does that mean? It's a piece of wood which is uh, rotated on a machine about the size of a sewing machine, and you use hand-held tools to remove wood so that the what is left over is an attractive shape and style. And what made you choose this style of art? Uh, well, I've been a wood turner for about 45 years, and this is just something I've evolved into from making something which is uh, functional and pragmatic to something which is artistic. Yeah, I see here you have a lot of bowls and uh, a lot of, I assume that's a vase, yeah? A hollow form, actually. 
That means it's, it's, it's hollow on the inside, and it has a classical urn shape. So much of what, all of the inside is turned blindly. So a tool enters through the opening, and you remove wood from the inside uh, without being able to see what is happening on the inside. You have to do it all by feel or by sound. Uh, how long does it take to make one of these pieces? Uh, some of these objects can be made in 20 minutes, some of them 10 hours. That's not only the turning, it's also the sculpting, finishing, uh, some of the agony, agony you go through depending on the particular piece and what it's intended to do. And uh, at the end of the day, you may have something that you like, something that's very attractive, or you may have... Uh, uh, these objects, at, at, in the worst case, they have intrinsic value measured in BTUs. Throw it in the fireplace. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, I guess uh, another question would be, what makes you come to the Art Walk? Why? What is it about the Art Walk that makes you think you want to have your art here? Well, I saw the note from the History Center about the fact that they were uh, going to host artists, but the artists needed to be juried in which I found attractive. I didn't want to be in a flea market. I wanted to start selling my stuff, um, representing this as a combination of art and craft as opposed to schlock that you can find at a flea market. And so I applied. Uh, they ask you to say something, uh, an essay of a, of a sort. They also require evidence of photographs of what you do and, and what it looks like and they gave me a space. They said I met the criteria to be able to sell here. All right, well, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience before I end the interview? We have an organized woodturners group that meets in Onalaska on a monthly basis. If anyone is interested, just Google Cooley Region Woodturners, and we will have, we have meetings monthly uh, in a beautiful shop uh, where we display everything from simple objects like mine to complicated objects like a uh, four-level Chinese ball. If you want to know what that looks like, just look it up, and you'll find a very complicated casting. Right, well, where can people find your artwork specifically? I do not sell online yet, and so uh, you won't find my stuff anywhere other than uh, in the newsletter for Cooley Region Woodturners. Well, thank you for doing this interview with us. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. Coming up next on Handmade Winona, we have Jennifer Weaver and her metallic reflections of nature. Sure. Hi, I'm Jennifer Weaver. I have Birch Bluff Jewelry Company, so I have handmade jewelry um, that's kind of inspired by nature. I immediately saw that. You got some here that are copper wires forming into nests, and are these uh, little beads to represent the eggs? It's, it's lovely. Uh, so I guess my first question would be, why nature? Oh, well, I've always loved nature. A lot of my other hobbies involve nature, hunting, you know, going out for a hike and um, fishing and doing all those fun things. Um, so being outside is one of my favorite things. So definitely an easy inspiration when making, making the jewelry. And how do you make the jewelry you see here? I do a lot of found things. So I'll buy a lot of metal leaves and... Um, twigs and things that are um, cast by others but definitely are inspiring to put together. I make the little nests out of wire with various beads 
make them into necklaces or earrings, and it's just fun to you know, repurpose some things, find pieces that others have made, and incorporate them into the jewelry. So I see what um, triggers the inspiration. It's always fun to put things together. What, what brings you to the Art Walk? Why did you want to present your uh, stuff here? Yeah, so the Art Walk is um, always a fun annual tradition um, in Handmade Neighborhood. The sale that we're at um, as a part of that as a group sale. Um, I just kind of, re- I honestly just do one a year, and this is just a really fun one um, that works out for my schedule too, and it's a fun time to be a part of it. Um, people are looking for gifts and good time of the year to you know, get everything together throughout the rest of the year and then have a fun time at the sale. So, and it's always great to be around all other artists and people who come to shop as well. So it's just, it's just a fun one. Where could people find your work if they wish to? Sure. I, this is the one sale I do each year, but I do have a few pieces throughout the rest of the year in the Winona County Historical Society's gift shop. All right. Well, is, uh, any, is there anything you'd like to say to our audience before I end the interview? Yeah, well, if you didn't make it out this year, hopefully you come out next year. It's usually the Saturday before Thanksgiving, so mark your calendars. All right. Thank you so much. You have a lovely day. Thank you. You too. Coming up next on Handmade Winona, we have Steve Schild, a local photographer, sharing some of his photography. My name is Steve Schild, and I've got some photographs here at the Art Walk. I'm a hobbyist photographer. Uh, what would you say is your favorite thing to take photos of? What kinds of things? Yeah. Mainly, oh, I, I'm on the bike path a lot, and I go through Lake Park, and I like to take photograph of nature stuff, whether they be critters or birds or plants or the water, just um, whatever trips my trigger. I see some phenomenal photos here. We got uh, some flowers, some insects. How are you able to get the uh, insect on camera so clean? Just luck. Um, sometimes you get them, and sometimes you don't. And in this case, um, yeah, it, it came out came out very nicely. So, what would you say um, to some people who may say that okay, photography is not a type of art? Well, like let's uh, they say well they'll say like well you're just capturing uh, what it already is there, right? I guess I would say people can draw their own conclusions. I mean, I think I I wouldn't claim that mine is art. Um, I'm no Ansel Adams, but I think that some practitioners of photography certainly that deserves the label of art. I'm less concerned about what it's called and the impact it has on viewers. If people like it or if I see something that I like and I do nothing more than record it, that's good enough for me and I'll let somebody else talk about the distinctions. Why did you choose photography of a medium, right? Why not, you know, video? Why not recording of other forms? I don't know for sure. I took a photography class about 50 years ago as part of a journalism program and I've piddled around with a camera more or less ever since, starting out with, you know, family snapshots and this and that. And as I did it more, I enjoyed it more and occasionally get results I like. And so I've continued to do it and it's fun for me and I have no other artistic abilities. So this is the things that I've chosen. What advice would you give to startup photographers like myself? Oh, um, be interested in the world. Um, Look at things. make note pay, pay close attention to things make note of what you like what and what you appreciate and then um, remember that with digital photography you can shoot 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 there's no film cost there's very little processing cost so you know try to make of it whatever you want it you there you shouldn't have to try to please anybody but yourself 
that's the way I've started out and that's what I do and it's a great it's a great hobby it's a great hobby where can people find your work if they'd like to see it um, well I've got a pretty much neglected website but it, and my work is not widely available um, I do a couple of shows or sales like this throughout the year but I I, I don't have any reliable online presence, so that's not a good answer, but that's the truth. Well, is there anything you'd like to say to our audience before I end the interview? Oh, Winona is a beautiful place. Most of these pictures um, were taken very close to home here. So I would just urge people to um, be aware of the beauty that surround us, surrounds us and take advantage of um, the fact that we're as lucky as we are. And... Um, yeah. Be awake to the world, I guess, is where I would end with my advice. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Coming up next on the Art Walk, we have Shannon McCann with All Natural Goat Milk Soap. My name is Shannon McCann. I'm the owner and soap maker at Simple Soaps for Simple Folks. Why soaps? What makes you, what makes you do soaps? What is it about them that really fascinate you? So never did I think I'd be a soap maker in my whole life. Um, I moved to Minnesota roughly 16 years ago and I was gifted goats. And from the goats I was making cheeses and yogurts and doing different things with the milk. And a friend showed me how to make soap and I realized, hey, I can use this milk to make soap. So I started doing that and it's kind of evolved into a crazy thing. 15 years later, here I am making soap. What's the process to make soap? So the basic definition of soap is fat plus lye. And so in my soaps, I use certified organic base oils. There's no dyes, there's no pigments, and all of the milk in the soap comes from my own herd of about 12 goats. All right. So I know you're selling uh, soaps. However, it is the Art Walk. Do you consider your, uh, your stuff with soap to be a form of art? I sure do. So the process of making a product requires inspiration. And I feel like every soap that I sell has a little bit of myself in it because I put my creative energy into making sure that the ratios are right. I use fun molded shapes and I love the outlet and the personality that the molded shapes allow the customers to interact with. And I feel like also just working with animals is also a great creative outlet for me too. I love dealing with my goats. All right. And where can people find your product if they wish to uh, purchase some of it? So I have a website, www.igoatsoap.com, and locally in the Winona area, you can find my products at the Bluff Country Co-op. All right, well, is there anything you'd like to say to our audience before I end the interview? It's very important during this holiday season to support your local makers, and I highly encourage you to shop locally and do what you can to keep our small businesses strong. All right, well, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. I really appreciate it. Have a great, have a great afternoon. Coming up next on Handmade Winona, we have Alina Skrinka with handmade products for self-care. My name is Alina Skrinka, and I'm the co-founder of Winona Body Lab. We make all-natural body care products and like nice home things like diffusers and candles and things like that. Do you consider that a form of art? Um, I wouldn't really consider it a form of art. I would consider it more like a self-care thing. That begs the question, what brings you to the art walk then? Um, we want to bring sustainable, eco-friendly, and natural products to people. All right. And what would... I know we see it, but our audience doesn't. So what are you selling here today? Can you give a few examples? Um, so we have some soaps, lotions, hand creams, and some diffusers. All right. And they're all natural. So how do you go about the process of making these? 
Um, so I actually don't make them. My dad does. So we're a family company. But we find sustainable and natural suppliers, and then we make our products from them. Where can people find your products? Um, so you can find us on Instagram or Facebook, and then from our Facebook you can find our website and order products. And what's that website? Um, WinonaBodyLab.com. All right, perfect. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience before I end the interview? Um, I don't believe so. All right, well, thank you for doing this with us. Thank you so much. Coming up next, we have Shelly Dayode, sharing a form of art that you can not only observe, but wear. My name is Shelly Dayode from Bound to Be Creative, and I do fiber arts. I make hats and doodle totes and creative cuddles and upcycled earrings and scarves and a lot of things in between. <laughs> All right, there's two of those that jumped out at me, upcycled earrings and you said hug... Creative cuddles. Creative cuddles. Yeah. What are those? Okay, so Creative Cuddles was born out of all the fabric scraps that I have for making hats that I didn't quite want to throw away. So I started to piece together little uh, little cuddles. Like uh, I started with bunnies, and then I moved to like doing some owls. And I also have what else do I have? Um, something that might look like a unicorn, but we're yep. we're deciding it looks more like a narwhal. And um, yeah, and so I stuff them with my fabric scraps. And so they're all one of a kind, and they're just super fun and huggable. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they remind me of these old dolls I used to see when I was growing up. They're so, they're adorable. So cute. So, cute. so yeah. why do you choose this style of art? What What is it about fiber art that jumps out at you? I've always been a texture girl. I love fabric. So when I started with hats and using corduroy and flannels and fleece, I just kind of fell in love with it. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of the seasons. Like in the in the summertime, you can use cottons. In the wintertime, you use soft and cozy fleece. And my mother always said that the third child is the texture child. And I love to touch things. And so that's why I decided to use fabrics. All right. What what brings you to the art walk then? I am here uh, because I was invited back to Handmade Neighborhood. I took a few years off just to, because of life, and uh, I was very excited to come back. And Winona is 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 not my hometown, but I kind of call it my second town. We started to raise our family here um, about eight. Oh gosh, 24 years ago, and uh, it's just really great to be back. And I love love the people of Winona. They have a, a real appreciation of art in the creative world. So it was it's been great to be back. Right. Well, I'm seeing the hats you make here, and I see the uh, scarves and stuff. So my question to you is, what makes these art? I call it wearable art because we all have our own personal expression of of how we want to look and to walk with confidence. And I, I, it's a uniqueness that an individual can wear. And the hats are reversible, which I think makes it a unique form of art. Is there anywhere where people can find your work? Where can they find it? Yes. I am online at boundtobecreative.com. I also sell on Etsy. I have some stores up in the Twin Cities, Minnesota Makers, um, and several others that you can find on my website. And I also just opened in the last three years a shop in Lake City, Minnesota, the beautiful uh, lake town on the Mississippi. Um, And I have a shop up there that I sew about three days a week. So, and people can come in and order a custom hat. And uh, yeah, I encourage you to, you know, go to my boundtobecreative.com so you can uh, find out getting directions and stuff like that. So, all right, is there anywhere else? I'm sorry, let's try that again. 
Is there anything else you'd like our audience to hear before I end this interview? I think that just about covers it. I just appreciate, um, yeah, one thing, I appreciate uh, the community coming out and shopping handmade and shopping small business. Um, It's super important, I think, to keep these creative businesses alive, and we couldn't do it without the customers that um, support us. So thank you. All right, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. Thank you very much, Giovanni. Coming up next on Handmade Winona, we have Lisa Truex with some ceramic masterpieces. Hi, um, I'm Lisa Truex, and I'm showing um, pottery and ornaments and things like that. And what makes you choose the ceramic style of art? Um, I actually also teach ceramics, and I make a lot of sculpture, um, but I also make pots, and I just really like all the things you can do with clay, um, that you can make sculptural objects and useful things out of kind of the same material. And what brings you to the Art Walk? Um, I've actually been volunteering with the board for the Handmade Winona sale for maybe 10 years now. Um, So I've been doing this sale for quite a while, and I think it's just great to get people out looking at the arts and in downtown Winona. What would you say inspires you to make your art? What gets you to work in ceramics? What would you say makes your art what it is? Um, As far as my pottery that I have here, I think just things for the home that people would enjoy using that are handmade, maybe a little more unique and... um, come from things that inspire the local environment, like having things that have natural colors and um, textures on them. I definitely see the utility here. And that's another question. Not all art is meant to have a utility. So why? Why is the utility so important to you? Um, It's honestly not. Um, I make a lot of sculptural work that is not utilitarian. Um, I do a lot of pottery to help me support that sculptural work because sculptural work is harder to sell and it's more expensive to make. So... um, It's just another facet of making to me. It's not necessarily about the utility or not, but a lot of people like things that you can have in the home, and, you know, functional pottery is more affordable than big sculptures, so it gives a price point to more people to be able to get things made by local artists. Well, that's unfortunate for me. I love the uh, sculptural stuff, so... I do, too. I mean, not that the the utility stuff is bad. I love that, too, but, uh, man, the sculpture stuff is what really gets my attention. So so that's what I I do for most of my artwork. Um, This helps support that financially. I do enjoy making it, interacting with the public, but... um, Again, those, the, the sculptural price point and this kind of market is not really for that. So, yeah. Well, where can people find your work if they wanted to purchase it? Yeah, um, I have a few different Instagram pages for my pottery. It's Pickwick Pottery. And my sculptural work is on Red Reduction on Instagram. All right. Well, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience before I end the interview? Sure. Um, just, I think come out to the artwork and see all the cool things going on in town um, and support small local businesses. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. I really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Coming up next on Handmade Winona, we have John Mauser sharing some of his hand-carved wooden works. Hi, I'm John Mauser. I am from Wood Duck Designs here in Winona, and I I make wooden crafts of all different kinds. And what is it about wood that really makes you... What what is it about wood that inspires you? Why wood as a medium? Uh, Wood has a very interesting natural grain pattern and natural colors, and it makes it a really good medium for carving and working with your hands. Um... You know, there's nothing more tactile than feeling the smoothness of a board after it's been sanded, and that's just very rewarding to take it from raw material all the way to something really, really luxurious. Right, and I know I see you have like nature as an inspiration here, but I also see inspiration from popular culture. Like I see Star Wars here, Legend of Zelda there. Do you think wood is a great medium to portray pop culture through? Hey, sure. I think so. I think a lot of people really love wood products of all kinds, and they also want their interests to kind of merge with that. And so I've had a lot of success with bringing pop culture items through the wood media and the magnets and all sorts of different kinds of things. So 
Yeah, I think it's a great medium for it. I gotta say, it's it's quite impressive here. Besides, you got magnets, you got earrings, you got some of these trays here. What are these trays we see here? Uh, those are charcuterie boards and serving boards. So as we're getting close to Thanksgiving, uh, a lot of people are looking for ways to have a unique service, and so. Um, you know, cutting and serving is got, getting to be kind of more of a, a fun thing that a lot of people do. So hoping that people enjoy seeing the wood and making it part of their, uh, their traditions. Right. And what would you say makes this art? What makes wood into art? Yeah, I think it's all about the design choices you make, right? I think that you can just find a piece of wood on the street and it wouldn't necessarily be art, but it's the love that goes into it and the attention and the design that really you know, that appeals to people's eyes and then um, works really well as an art medium, so. Right, and where can people find your work if they wish to see it? Uh, I sell at Blooming Grounds in downtown, and then you also can find me at woodduckwinona.com. Right, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience before I end the interview? KQAL rocks. Thank you for doing this interview with us. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a good one. Thanks again to all of the artists involved in the Winona Art Walk 2023. To learn more about the Art Walk, go to winonaartwalk.org. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. For podcasts of Artbeat and other KQAL original programming, go to kqal.org. Be sure to tune in next week for part two of our series on the Winona Art Walk. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from KQAL's Giovanni Bermudez at the 2023 Winona Art Walk on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org. Dot org.